Stockholm's patron saint is Saint Eric. But during the 1800s, a mix-up of some statues happened, so that when the new coat of arms for Stockholm was designed in about 1920, it was not based upon a statue of Saint Eric, but rather of Saint Olaf, the patron saint of Norway. Welcome to Two Thirds Focus. No, no, we're, we're we not. We don't have to, John. It's fine. I'm the one editing. I'll the one cursing your name for hours while trying to make this work. I'm Rasmus, and I'm Red, and I'm being cursed at apparently. Uh, Jan. I'm Jan. <laughs> I think I think this already sums up the whole episode. Yeah, Jan, you look exhausted. What happened? Tell us. Uh, SPS in Nuremberg happened. Trade show. Um, I have a total of, oh my God, how many days were that? Too many. Um, Build-up was on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, today's Thursday. So yeah, I had a couple of days. Um, it's it's a 10, 10 hour day at the show, which is wow. doesn't sound too bad. But our hotel was about 54, 55 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. So uh, there were, and also three uh, traffic, um, what do you call it, construction zones. Yeah. So it's about an hour every day with the car to the exhibition oh, and back. Fuck. Yeah. Taking in consideration that you have to be there early before the show mm. starts to set everything up. And then um, after that, you have to clean everything before you drive back. Pretty much means that I started driving every morning. Like you get up around six if you sleep well, or if like me, you get up at like five. Then you have breakfast at 30, seven, you start driving. At eight, you're at the exhibition. Nine, the exhibition starts. At six o'clock in the evening, the exhibition stops. Then you clean everything up. Then you drive back to the hotel. Arrive there roughly around like seven fifteen, seven thirty. Then you have to know with your coworkers. Then you fall exhausted into bed. Then you repeat. So that's been my week. Yeah, sounds fun. That except sounds a bit to- like Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. except today where um, we, well, of course, and you also you, you talk to customers all day. Because it's been really busy. Like, don't get me wrong. It was a fantastic exhibition. It was really a lot of fun. It was good doing one again. But damn, I'm not used to it anymore. Or yeah, I'm just yeah. getting. Yeah, Erasmus would probably agree. I'm getting old. Yeah. I, so, I weren't going um, to say anything, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said smoking me. behind the mic. Um, yeah. So uh, today was basically it, um, stopped at five o'clock, like last day. Yeah. Then we packed everything up within a reasonable time, like an hour, hour and a half. I started driving and there was a huge traffic jam, which means that I got um, to the hotel late. So I'm at a different hotel right now on my way back home. Okay. And this is where I'm going to stay tonight. Tomorrow, breakfast and back to the office. And then it's just like a normal day at the office. Oh, fuck. You, didn't, you finally, don't even have one day weekend. off after that kind of stuff? Oh, well, yeah. I have a, two days off after tomorrow. Okay, but you have to <laughs> so plan, Monday, Tuesday, yeah, like no, uh, Saturday, Saturday and Sunday, like a normal weekend. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Come on, damn it! It's the weekend. Yeah, but it's not your days. You're not getting extra days off. It sounds like no, no, no. I hope you get extra pay or something, some kind of compensation, because you, you're yeah. saying it's not a it's normal, not a long day, but it, does, if you're it is. Away from the normal pay if you when you're away from home. Yeah. But you, yeah, okay. But 10 hour days though instead of eight. So overtime? We don't have that. Germany. Sucks to be you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's fine. 
I just if, if won't work so. tomorrow. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm, I, I shouldn't complain because I don't get overtime at all because my boss is a dick. Yeah. Yeah. I know him, man. You're right. No, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you said ten hours is not that bad, but it's ten hours not sitting uh, at a desk. It's ten hours standing, talking to people in a big hall with a lot of noise, a uh, lot of buzzing and, around you. It's exhausting. And that's why you usually don't find introverts working in sales. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I bet. But yeah. but it still gets exhausting with time and 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 especially with like you've been not it, doing it, this for a few years, right? Like one or two it, years. Yeah, it it does. But then on the other side, it's only for three days, so it's really not that bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it sure. was like it was good. It was good talking to customers again. Um, we had new products to show, so uh, it was exciting. Like it was, it feels like stuff is moving forward again okay. and not procrastinating or staying still. A question though: Do mm. you actually demo things for the customers at the booth, or is it all videos yeah, we have and some, sort of we, no, locked no. display cases? We had uh, we have displays showing like slides and videos, and we also have the or one is showing a video. You don't want to overload it; it's not supposed to look like Vegas. But uh, yeah, yeah, and we also have some of the actual products. Some were just mockups, but other ones were like complete functioning. Uh, models of the product for like hands-on for the customer okay cool yeah what about you Raz what did you do this week I, I have been dancing yeah I know I have single-handedly invaded Sweden yeah I know <laughs> and I got back yeah, yeah I know <laughs> did you flee or <laughs> no I, I finished dancing with all the girls in all of Sweden and I came back home all the girls of Sweden yeah, like Steve would say, all five of them or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah damn, you made me do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, so yeah, it's been, this is like the largest West Coast dancing event yeah. that I've been to. Mm-hmm. Last time, I've been to this one event once before, but at that time, I think there were 500 participants, and that was just before COVID. Yeah. Now there were 600 participants, and there were two stories of dance floors and wow. absolute mayhem. Yeah. I, so I traveled over to Stockholm on Thursday morning and back again Monday afternoon. Yeah. And I think just Thursday to Sunday, I walked and danced like 50 kilometers and did 80,000 steps. That's a lot. How do you know? Yeah, you, you have this little thingy at your belt? No, I have, oh. I have a smartphone. Okay. Yeah. With a tracker in it, which of course also means that it's not probably terribly accurate. But the year before I did uh, 40 kilometers and... and 60,000 steps yeah at the last event not the previous year that would make sense because covid uh but yeah my feet were very sore yeah, on monday but also it's uh it's a fantastic event even for me being terribly introvert it's amazing to just be there and it, it's something weird that happens when you are in a room literally chock full of other dancers mm-hmm. And there's a music going and like everybody sort of moving to the beat, which means like when you're standing in just in line, queuing up to get out of the room, everybody is moving to the beat of the music. That's nice. Like that. It's, it's, it's really trippy until you note or when you notice what's going on and you can't stop noticing that everyone seems to be walking to the beat of the music everywhere they go. Everything happens almost to the beat of the music. That's cool. Like Yeah, that. it's... It's great. And how does it go? Like everybody is, you said two stories, dance floor and, and a lot of people, but 
yeah. is there like a central scene where um, like good dancers are showing off and the rest are just watching or everybody the dances battle stage for the dancers yeah because <laughs> I've, I've seen that like videos on youtube where at the end of an event uh all the teachers were like doing a demo of different styles and stuff and people were sitting around and watching and clapping and enjoying the the good time they were having but it, it looked a little bit different on your on your stories yeah so uh it's one big main floor and then there's a secondary floor uh underneath mm -hmm. so pretty much everybody was upstairs in the big hall okay and there, there's no stage or anything which I think is really nice and really good because you're not sort of segregating the good and the bad people. Yeah. But there are shows. There are people showing off. There are people who are going to like the big US event and doing a choreography uh -huh. uh, in what's called classical West Coast swing. Okay. And showing like having like that really fanciful costume and doing like all the amazing moves. Like, yeah, there are shows to sort of look at the really, really good things. Uh, but that's more like in the middle of the dance floor and everybody just sits around and look at them. Nice. So there's there's no that not that, that that elevation, so to speak. But yeah, long and short of it, uh the mornings are all classes and the evenings are all dance parties. Yeah, cool. I, I think on average I went to bed between three and five AM and got up again at half past eight for how many days four days fuck and and you're asking me questions about my exhibition and saying it's unreasonable times well you are forced to it i am volunteering i'm also i'm young and healthy yeah fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> but but all honest though it's uh i was absolutely knackered when i got back home on monday and and it was excellent to be sleeping in my own bed again yeah but uh oh this is something i've been looking forward to tomorrow oh can yeah I yeah but, but 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 my last little thing before uh red stern is that I, i'm going to a similar event even though it's half the size in oslo in a month uh -huh. and i'm very conflicted because i'm super looking forward to it but also with only a month in between it doesn't seem like it's enough of a time for for me to forget how exhausted i am still no i will recover in one week you'll be you'll be full back on track full motivation uh back as well oh, and yeah yeah, yeah. That's i mean okay. I, I am really looking forward to it and i i will probably be doing all the same stupid things of like getting up early taking all the classes and dancing fairly late into night yeah. but even so i was one of the guys who people who went to bed early oh at this event yeah because if you stay up long enough, they will come to the dance floor and serve you breakfast. Oh, yeah. And I, I did not stay up for that. I stayed up until they had free waffles and free ice cream at around 3 a.m. or something. Uh -huh. And then after that, it was like, yeah, my feet are starting to hurt. I am exhausted. And I also really want to take all the classes the next morning. I remember. A lot of people only come for the dance parties and skip all the classes because then they can dance all night and they can sleep in. Yeah. But I want both of them, so I need to sort of adjust myself. So I'm, I am coherent and I can actually understand what people with terrible French accents tell to, tell me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we had French instructor instructors there. Yeah, the best one, I bet. I remember... Uh, not, not the worst, at least. No, they were not. Yeah, no. okay. That's good. Uh, I remember, remember <laughs> those days where around six, they were bringing us uh, at a party. Not breakfast, but onion soup. 
because that's kind of the mm. the tradition here when you are, especially when for uh, New Year's Eve, when you are partying with friends all night long around five or six, uh, they bring you uh, onion soup. But, oh, that's yeah. that, that's that's so funny. That's like the official fuck you to anyone who hasn't found a girl yet. Like you might yeah. as well have some onion soup. Won't <laughs> find one now anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. Oh, that's good. Uh, that was funny. I don't like onion soup, so we were usually uh, escaping, going to the first bakery that we could could find with the the baker uh, half awake already mm. b working his butt half, and and we were asking for pain au chocolat and croissant. He had no idea <laughs> the price of it, so we, we we would get like twenty for five bucks, uh, which is just oh, wow. insane. Go to the highest mountain and and see the sunrise eating uh, croissant pain au chocolat. It was great to be young and 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 fun. <laughs> You're still fun, Red. Yeah, We can sure. laugh at you all day. Yeah, that's yeah, another, yeah. That's, that's another depressing. That's another depressing episode. <laughs> well, back in my days. Nah, we are still kind of young and fun in our own way. In yeah. in your own head, at least. Then at least, yeah, for sure. Yeah. How is your week though, Red? I have no idea, to be honest. I, when you both were uh, speaking, I was trying to remember what I was doing last week uh, or what I've been doing during the week. I honestly can't remember what I've been doing uh, aside from working. The only like good, uh, fresh memory that I have was yesterday when we went um, to the autumn fair with my wife and kid, uh, which was kind of weird but also okay. fun um so it's it's not the kind of fair where you're outside and there's a lot of booths and you are seeing a lot of people and there is fun animations and stuff it's not the renaissance fair or medieval fair it's like the commercial fair uh of the area uh and it's held twice a year so we have spring fair and we have autumn fair and usually it's in a huge hall Uh, people are seeing cars, sofas, beds. You can buy new windows for your house. Uh, but there is also, um, uh, firefighters are there, cops, uh, army. You can buy shoes, you can buy food. And there is, an, uh, a lot of animation for the kids. And usually it's pretty fun. Uh, the previous year we went there. Uh, one year it was special. Japan year kind of thing. So a lot of booths about Japan and Japanese animation and stuff. So it was pretty cool. Uh, the year before that, it was all about, uh, all about medieval times. So we've seen, uh, knights in armor on horses, uh, fighting and the kiddo were able, were able to shoot arrows with, uh, mm. bows and fight with wooden swords. So it was pretty fun. This yeah. year was the fucking lamest thing that I've ever seen. Like, it, nobody, nobody was there. Like, it was f really em empty. Um, no animation. You, you mean few visitors or few, few visitors. people showing up? Few, few visitors. Okay. It, it was normal amount of people uh, on booths and stuff like that. But yeah. okay. zero motivation from the people uh, selling stuff. Like, they were all seated uh, looking at their phone. Nobody wanted to talk to potential customer or 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 else. 
really really low population not not much people in in the area in the uh, the holes um and yeah it was kind of boring the only fun stuff that i did and we did because the kid was there is to talk to a cop uh who was uh from the forensics so if oh. is made a demonstration with the kiddo how to find and uh, take fingerprints from a crime scene which was kind of fun uh but the kiddo was kind of bored after five or ten minutes uh listening to the guy talk so he went away and i i kept talking with the guy because it's uh, i find very interesting that kind of job and i also considered when i was younger um Uh, becoming a forensic uh, cop, uh, like working in ballistic and stuff like that, to not to solve crimes, but to help solve crimes by uh, using science and all that shit that you see in movies and TV or shows. Or commit a perfect crime. Yeah, or, or, or learn how to do that. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a very interesting talk that I had with the, that guy uh, for about 30 minutes. Uh, we talked about crime scenes, the methods, uh, the training that they have. Uh, he also uh, taught me a few more things about uh, cops and dead people uh, that I didn't know. Uh, so yeah, it was it was kind of interesting to have that kind of, uh, of talk. Um, so that was basically my week, like working, going to the fair. And today, Or this morning, uh, around nine, uh, five or 10 kilometers uh, from here, a big chemical factory exploded. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, so everybody is kind of scared that it was like worse than what they said uh, in, in the... The news. Because nobody trusts the government. Yeah, nobody, nobody, nobody the does. Yeah. <laughs> no, because it's um, uh, between four hills, there's a small village and the whole village is constructed around this factory. It's a very big, very old factory. They are making a lot of different chemicals. And there is a um, um, classification of that kind of factory in France. And this one is like on the highest uh, security level of all the one that we have in France. Ooh. So if that okay. shit blows up for real, we are all dead in a radius of 50 kilometers or, or so. So when it exploded this morning and they, there was a fire uh, uh, just right after that, um, everybody panicked. Uh, for good reason, but apparently it's okay. Uh, nobody got hurt, nobody got killed, and there is no trace of pollution in the air, apparently. So that's cool, but it was kind of a, the event of the yeah. day and a bit scary to just say, mm, yeah, it could happen after all. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. Was there any, like, Colorful smoke or uh, interesting flames and very very gray uh, smoke column. Uh, we oh, can wow. okay. see a lot of videos. I, I mean, you you would have to know what to look for on Instagram or TikTok uh, to find those. But uh, I can send you a few links. And yeah, it, it's kind of scary because all the population uh, in a radius of one and a half kilometer has been uh, under lockdown 
uh, all morning. Like they had to stay at home, stay, um, yeah, under lockdown, like close the windows, don't go out, don't move, uh, wait and see. And we will tell you when you, you can go out again. So f- yeah, for a few hours, it can, it was kind of a scary situation, um, for a lot of people. So that was the, the event of the day and the end of my week, basically. Fun. Maybe, yeah. sort of. Sort of. At least interesting. Eventful. <laughs> my, my, my brain, by the way, is an absolute mess. Like, I forgot half of the stuff that happened this week. <laughs> yeah, same. But it's not that interesting. <laughs> but that segues beautifully. <laughs> it's been a long time since you said that. This is a thing that sort of, I'm not sure I picked up, but it's probably one of the, one of the three dozens of podcasts I listened to during a week. But years ago, someone had a wonderful sentence that I would just like to spin off with you. Mm -hmm. And that is that you are not your brain and your brain is not your friend. Yeah. Okay. Both in the sense that you as a person, or as a conscious person, I should say, is just occupying that sack of water and meat that we call a body. Yeah. in, In your brain. Okay. And your brain is cur- constantly being affected upon by hormones and different chemicals that your body pumps around. That's true. Which is affecting the way you think. But you are not your brain because like people who have a mental illness or something, mm-hmm. they might have an absolutely fantastic personality that never shows because they are crippled by that mental illness. That's very true as well. Mm-hmm. And if you keep agreeing with me, we'll be done in five no, minutes. No, I'm, I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to agree uh, on everything because the first thing is uh, you are not your brain. Um, that, that that I wouldn't really agree uh, fully. I agree only partially for, and I'm going to try to explain uh, what I mean. Yeah, please. Um, when I was a kid, uh, the um, consensus was like, um you have a soul okay um yeah. you you are a person and you have a soul i started to see things differently when i understood that we are a soul occupying a body living mm-hmm. in another body okay so we are the soul and the soul is obviously like the brain part of what we are so i would say that we are the brain but the, the I re, I very much agree with the second part that that your brain is is not your friend because you you will constantly have to fight uh, your thoughts your impulse your emotions your everything that your brain uh, all those small uh, electric impulse that your impulses that your brain yeah, is, is 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 creating or shorts coming yeah shortcomings not shorts coming yeah huh. <laughs> see um, your brain is working huh. <laughs> oh yeah that much after after four days shows um but but i i um the, uh, I, I had to deal with depression uh, a few years back and um obviously when you are dealing with that kind of stuff uh you at first you don't understand why where where is it coming from? Uh, you are only affected by uh, the symptoms, uh, and when you try to understand what what's going on, um, you can understand or at least try to understand that 
the difficulties that you had in the past, the bad experiences that you had as a kid are still affecting you years later, many years later. Um, the problem is, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not an MD, so I'm, I'm, I'm be very cautious with what I'm saying now is because I'm, I, 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 that's only what I've been told by MGs and stuff. Uh, but these bad experiences can affect the way your brain works and how your brains produce um, certain chemicals. And when you are lacking those chemicals, after a certain amount of time, uh, it will affect your personality, it will affect your behavior, it will affect how you um, perceive things and events, and that will p push you towards depression. And I know that uh, the general idea is, oh, uh, I'm a man or I'm a, I'm a woman, I'm a strong woman, I'm a strong man, I'm an adult, I'm going to fight this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, get better on my own. Tough, toughen up, Justin. Yeah. Power through mm -hmm. it. That's, that's uh, the recipe for failure. Uh, let me tell you that. Um, the society doesn't allow, I don't, I don't know how it's in your countries, guys, but, uh, in France, um, so when you say you are, um, fighting depression and I will get back to that expression because there is no, I bet, let's say it right now. I, I really like this, uh, this sentence. Um, I've heard that, uh, a few months back. A guy saying, oh, if you are fighting, the, we, we say we are fighting depression, right? Uh, we are not fighting depression. Uh, depression is fighting you. If you're still alive, you're winning. Yeah. So, so that's a good point. That's a good, that's a good way of looking at it, actually. Yeah. Because people are, oh, I'm fighting depression. I'm fighting depression. Uh, mm. No, it, you, you <laughs> dep depression is trying to get you. Uh, and as long as you are still alive, uh, you are waking up in the morning and you are fighting, uh, to just keep on going, you're fucking winning the fight. Um, so I, I really like this, this expression, but I don't like the, oh, fighting the person thing. But anyway, uh, back to my, my previous point in France, um, society doesn't really allow you to, uh, be sick, to be weak because, uh, depression is, see, is seen as weakness. So when you're saying that, yeah, my life for years, I've been shit. I've went through a lot. I'm still here. So I've been brave enough. I've been strong enough. I've been smart enough to go through all that stuff and still be here and still not being a complete dickhead. People will tell you, no, I'm not talking about myself. Oh, oh, okay, sorry, yeah, sorry. I was like, it's a general like discussion oh, okay, about sorry. I was, people in I general. I thought it was yeah. a bit more personal. No, no, okay. no, no. Uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you, you, you can't say all that. So what they see is just that you are unwell at a certain uh, time in your life. And they call that depression, but they don't see the cause and they perceive that, uh, as weakness. So you, you are not even allowed to say that you are, uh, depressed and you are fighting, uh, difficult times and it can easily, uh, get better when you get professional help. And most of the time 
all the bad experiences that you had have affected your brain in a certain way that the chemical unbalance of your brain uh, makes you feel that way. And a few pills will help you to just rectify that that balance, see things in a different way, find better solution to the problems that you have or had in the past and just get better. That's my personal experience. I know that a lot of people won't agree with that, that yeah, don't take pills, it makes stuff worse and you are not yourself anymore. Fuck that, that's not true. If you have a, a good doctor that listens to you, uh, you will have the right pills, the right medication with the right amount of whatever you need to just get better, see the things that you are fighting uh, under a different angle and and act accordingly and and just um, clean up your life even though clean up your life might mean quitting your job uh, saying no to uh, offers um, letting people go because they are toxic in your life and so on and so on so it's yeah. not it's not an easy decision to take um, but it's not a bad one just to get help. And if you are offered, uh, medication and pills, just to rectify what's not working, uh, in your head, in your brain, it's not because you are at fault. It's because one organ of your body is at fault at yeah. a point in time. And, and mm. I guess that's kind of my, the point I wanted to make that there is a big difference between your view of yourself and how your brain makes you behave absolutely yeah and i i didn't even think of depression when it comes to that to be honest like this is like this those are extremes oh yeah i mean it's, sure. uh, there, yeah. there's there's that what i think is pretty funny saying is it's like well finally for myself it wasn't that hard i was um well what, what was it i was standing always right next to me or standing next to me I'm try trying to translate it from German. So basically, um, I'm, yeah, it, it wasn't hard. I'm standing next to me. It's basically a saying in Germany that I'm like, um, standing next to me means like I'm not myself. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, like feeling out of yourself. Yes, it's out of, yeah, exactly. So it would be like directly translated or the sense would be um, out of yourself. So it doesn't really work in English, unfortunately. So I think I, I read it in German and I thought it was hilarious. And um, it's like those things we make, everybody fights. Like this is not an extreme, but just for example, when we make the joke, I wanted to buy something, I uh, wanted to buy milk. So I go to the supermarket and I think to myself, milk, 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 milk. The second I walk in, I'll go like, ooh, nice yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you come out with like five different stuff and not that. And it's, um, I think that's this typical, like what's challenging you um, all the time. So this is... Um, just think about you, you go ahead and you go, I don't know, you, you try to remember something. It, it, learning is a good example for it. Yeah. Because I tell my brain, of course you can learn those things. And then I go over it and I'm proud of myself and I learned something and I can repeat the same stuff half an hour later and I forgot something. Yeah. So I get angry at myself because it's just like, come on brain, you can do this. So this yeah. is why I'm like, you're not your brain, your brain is not your friend. There's stuff that you that are logical in your mind that you say it's like I'm gonna do it but your brain's just gonna play a trick on you being distracted being like other influences coming in and yes it might be homeless like I didn't even think that far that it could be like 
hormones or it could be like an imbalance or anything. It's just like the typical day-to-day stuff where you think you said, like, what the hell was I thinking? It's, I think, one of the best sentences. Like, what, yeah. what, what was I thinking at that time? Where is that fucking tool that I had in my hand like five minutes ago and now I've lost it because... Exactly, where, where are my glasses? Where are my glasses? Just to find out like 15 minutes later while you're trying to scratch yourself that you're like knocking your glasses off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you have for, for breakfast yesterday? No, breakfast doesn't work, but for dinner yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. Was, no, I know, I know, I know exactly what it was. I'm just trying to f- find out the name. Of course, Rasmus remembers a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything, all the time, <laughs> all at once. Uh, the, like the, the, the German, yeah, the, the, uh, the German name was uh, Braten, like it's a roast. Yeah, but it, 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 my point is that it, it took you like 20 seconds. You speak French English. First, you had to take the time to remember what it was, then to translate it. And you're, it's yeah. kind of unfair because you are tired after a long show uh, that you had uh, uh, in the past few days. But um, that's not, a, even though that, that's obvious what you had, you remember it, you know it, you have probably had it a um, hundred of times in your life. But still, you need, you need, uh, uh, little bit of time to just remember that, to access that memory, to access that piece of information that is stored in your brain somehow. Oh yeah, that, that memory that palace people are yeah. talking about is just like a fucked up Alice in Wonderland, heads down skyscraper in my place. To, I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, maybe a bit of more of an unfair question uh, to sort of prove how li- how easily our brain sort of filter out things is like how many times in the last week did you go to the bathroom that's impossible impossible to count because that's not yeah. something that you you take into consideration in your schedule but you do it because you really have to yeah so it is something you really notice in the moment that you need to do yet we can't count it yeah yeah but it, it, it's also- like ca- trying to count how many times you you uh, took a breath or, or yeah. drink drunk water or all the, um, I, I, it's called, I don't I remember why it's called in English, but it's like the five uh, necessary things that you have to do in order to survive, which is sleep, yeah. eat, drink, go to the bathroom. Uh, I think breathing and, also helps. And, and breathe. That, <laughs> the, 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 it's the, awesome. the, yeah. yeah. What, what did I say? Like sleep, eat, drink, breathe, go to the bathroom. That's the yeah. That's five. That's well five. done, you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you don't do that, and now you see like, and you see, and you see like a sixth finger like popping up Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> According to some scientists, the sixth one would be to have sex and reproduce, uh, like to and uh, make babies for that for, that, that for the species. For, that would be good for the long term plan. Yes. Yeah, mm. but that's um, that's not something that you can count because your brain is not uh, programmed to pay attention to that kind of stuff. But it's programmed to a lot of other shit that I don't know if you can like actively train it, but like one of the thing, just as a current example, uh, at the trade show, customers mm-hmm. come into the booth and I somewhat recognize that person. And it's a person I visited, like the customer I visited countless times. Mm-hmm. But it's out of the normal, like usually I walk into the company, I know I'm going to visit that person, I'm going to walk in the company, I recognize the person. Mm-hmm. Because you're sort of priming yourself to who you're looking Him for. Him showing up at the booth, like my first thing is, is 
I know that guy. I'm supposed to know the name of that guy. Mm-hmm. He's coming up to me. He definitely recognizes me. I'm fucked because yeah. I can remember <laughs> the name right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it takes like, and then your whole brain kicks into gear and you're trying to like match different memories. And mm. just in the last thing I remember, it's a customer from that and that company purchasing department. Hello, sir. How are you doing? That's <laughs> why it's co- like context. sometimes it's really, really slim. And I asked and I told my colleague the same thing. It's like, dude, I had like the hardest time. He's like, that's happened to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And that's me why too. context <laughs> is very important for, for yeah. the exact same reason. You can, um, it, it's tricky when, when you are. Like in that situation, you, you mm-hmm. see someone, you know, I know him, uh, I've, I've, I've talked to him, I've met him countless times, but the context was different. You were in different place. So your brain was al- already, um, trained to re- remember the people in that exact building you were visiting. In that setting. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in that setting. In setting. When you change the setting, why- when you change the context, Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it might get tricky for your brain to just put yeah. one, one and one together. And it's, but it's, I still think, I think it's something just in my brain, because if I go and let's take Maker Central, for an yeah. example, yeah, there's a lot of people there, but I know it's like, well, I can count it down to the maker scene, but also I can put the exhibition down to customers. Mm. So uh, in that case, but I don't have that problem because my brain already knows that there's be different people with like different channels or from different and I recognize those people and I can talk to them. Mm-hmm. I don't have that issue there. Yeah. So is it at the trade show? Is it just my brain being stupid? Is it just because it's so out of, out, I don't know, out of the norm? So this is something weird. And I think exhibitions are something great to train that. Like if you are on a booth, I mean, not, not everyone has the chance, but I use that now as a chance to, Uh, like watching people coming by without a name tag and just like, do I know this person? And try to like sort them into categories, <laughs> kind of make it easier to process and faster to recognize. My, my solution sometimes when it comes to that, like just meeting people at markets and all that, is that I'll just try to greet everyone in a slightly excessively friendly way because then they feel like hey, they, you. I recognize them. <laughs> That's a good trick. Sometimes like, it really works. <laughs> yeah, uh, sometimes. Sometimes people feel it's kind of awkward. I don't, but yeah. they might. <laughs> I think it's all about um, the situation you're in uh, and what your brain or uh, I've been prepared or trained to uh, do, feel, uh, or notice, notice uh, and you as well. I mean, when you wake up, you know, in, in the morning, Uh, you are expecting your house to be your house, right? Don't you ever have this feeling when like the first day after you've put the Christmas decoration, for example, because yeah, it's almost the time and my car is defrosting. So uh, it's, it's coming close. Um, when we put the, um, Christmas decoration on the next morning, It feels it feels weird to to ju- just get out of my bedroom and see the trees and, and uh, everything because it's not yeah. supposed yeah, to be that every, way. Everyone is gone and was supposed to wake you up for your trip to New York and oh wait, no, sorry, <laughs> different story. You accidentally run into Donald Trump. It's awful. I hate it. 
<laughs> no, but you see what I mean? It's it's you when you are still half asleep, you are you are not fully awake, and so your brain is not processing what you've done the day before, like putting up the decoration. It's like. Where the fuck am I? Or when you wake up in a hotel room after a, a, a party? When I'm we well trained when it comes to that. Yes. Yeah, but you, yeah, you have, you have the training. You have the training. Yeah. They, my point exactly. When I go to make a central the yeah. first day after the, the the first day of the show, when I wake up the next morning, I'm like, where where the fuck am I? Because you have to just take a, a sec to refresh your memories and to just get aware yeah. of where you are and why and so on and so on. I think it's it's really about about what you have prepared yourself to, like if it's it's something that you've done over and over again. You are used to it, and your brains know know how to deal but with it. But it can be dangerous. For example, there's a customer I visit, and I usually stay at the same hotel, mm-hmm. like all the time. And for a couple decades, the, the rooms are identical to business hotel in Ibis. So what I do is like every morning I get up, get ready. And I already know, like basically in the morning I'm at that customer. Like I don't never have that. It's like, oh, where am I? And what do I have to do today? Mm-hmm. So um, it was shortly before uh, Corona hit that mm-hmm. I visited a customer and the hotel was booked for some reason. So I had to take a different hotel. I stayed mm-hmm. in that hotel like five or six times before. So I, so I was staying at a different hotel. I got up in the morning jumped out of bed, completely believing I was in the other hotel, and yeah. just ran my face straight into the wall. Oh. <laughs> nice. Because I was so used to, like, I was waking up, oh. it's like, oh, yeah, today I have to visit. And I just, like, hurl myself out of bed yeah. with a momentum. And I realized that, like, while I was just throwing myself out of bed, that, like, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah, no, <laughs> but it was too late. I just, I just hit the freaking wall. If you want, if you want to experience that again, like, there's drugs for it. Trust me. They no, work. without <laughs> drugs, without alcohol, without nothing, you you can just do a small experiment um, before going to bed. Just or uh, choose a random day in the week. Move your furniture around. Like put your bed in a different position. Uh, put the the uh, uh, move your furniture around. I, th- I think if you just flip around where you ha- put your head into bed, I think you'll be equally confused. You mean I could I just clean up my sleeping space for once? Where am I? Am I at a hotel? It's so clean. <laughs> no, just kidding. Yeah, really, just, really cool, just moving in the bed. I, I mean, we've tried. I'm always sleeping on the left side of the bed when we are looking at the bed and my wife on the right, right side. Uh, we tried to to swap our places one day. It was the worst night of my life. I went, it was, <laughs> the, the, there is no way I could find a comfortable position. It was all my uh, senses were yeah. like, uh, what no, the fuck no is happening? Yeah, yeah. And my brain was like, no, we are not doing that. We are not sleeping that way. It mm-hmm. can't happen. And we swapped again the next day because it was like, not possible for the both of us to, to I, I, just it gets sleep. almost painful. Yeah, it was really painful because it was like completely different. So familiar mm-hmm. because it was the same room, same bed and same wife. And, <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. Uh, and yet it was so different that it, it was feeling unnatural, like really uncomfortable. But mm-hmm. you can do that. I was, I, I, I used to do that when I was a kid. 
like every three months I was moving my furniture in my in my room to just change it and make it fresh so I would rediscover my room and it was I would have this feeling of uh, new uh, in in my room but it it can also be very very confusing and and somehow wow. it can be fun you can just pretend that you're having a new apartment by just moving stuff around <laughs> and and yeah when I was in my early 20 like late 10s early 20s i just went out partying so much that it was a surprise every morning where i would wake up <laughs> it's like well yeah, not that, wet. it's not no no sky yep it's not outside <laughs> which is a good thing it's a sofa. Yeah, i know this okay. i know this sofa it's mine wait why am i sleeping on my sofa not in my bed oh yeah there's another buddy passed out in my bed and i couldn't wake him up so i slept on the sofa fantastic <laughs> good well, that's, that's good news yeah. when you wake up you're not yeah, outside. Exactly. Still have your underwears. <laughs> that's that's good. I'm not saying that happened before, but might have. Um, <laughs> the yeah, no, it's it's funny what you said. But it's like with the sleeping habits. Yes, a lot of people I heard have problems with that. I don't. Um, when my wife and I travel, I usually sleep close to the door. Yeah, same. Left because side, my wife close to the door. Yeah, for some reason, my, my wife doesn't feel safe sleeping mm-hmm. like closer to the door. I think it's still like that somebody could break in or something like that. So I just take the one to bed that's closer to the door. Yeah. And she gets the one to like the window side or something. Yeah. So I'm, but I've never had a problem sleeping with that. What do you think, Rez? I'm, I'm, I'm not on that problem, but I'm one of those that will always try to, when I got see, get seated in a restaurant or something, I always want to see it where I have the view of the most of the restaurant at once. Yeah, that's for for the exact same principle of just being able to watch and defend yourself. So you're, I, yeah. I, I believe you're back to the wall, facing the fu- entrance door. That... Yeah, also that for Brass, but yeah, also, I think he, yeah. he likes to be entertained more than anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet. But he, no, there's, a, there's a part in my head. I don't need excess <laughs> entertainment. Oh, we know. Um, <laughs> I, I want I wanted to hear your thought, Raz, about the fact that. Uh, I think it's it's well established, not only uh, by our small chat, that our brain is not our friend because it can do weird stuff and we not always agree with. And it's there's so many examples that we we can choose from, like addictions or just yeah. falling in love. You don't choose the person that you're falling in love of, um, and so on and so on. Um, but but about the the second part, Raz. What what do you think? So your brain is not your friend, and was this? No, was, you're not your brain, and your brain. Is yeah, not you're your not friend. you're not yeah. your brain, and and your brain is not your your I, friend. I I just thought of something I would like to add to that. Yeah, go on, go on. It's more like the drunk uncle at the party. He's embarrassing as hell, but he's still family. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess that's the way to look at it. Yeah. I mean, you can't go without it. So it's just basically you're stuck with it. Yeah. I mean, for me, though, and I guess this is just one of those quirks I use to sort of like both learn and unlearn habits. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the thinking that me as a consciousness is just an operator inside its body. Yeah, the body might be broken and malfunctioning and all, all of those things or might have like bad lenses or optics or it's, it's something in the way it gets information from the outside world might be very weird and different but i'm still just the operator inside of it mm-hmm. and for some reason that's a thinking that makes it very easy for me to take a step back and think about 
the habits I have and the actions I do. I mean, it still needs to be a conscious thing, but it's sort of like I am not trying to look at myself doing it. I'm trying to look at what my brain is doing to my body. Does that make sense? It makes sense, but it it also scary for me to hear you say that because it it sounds like you are not in control of what you do. Well, that's that's what I mean. I'm the operator. I am definitely the operator. Yeah, but even even though you say that, like it, it, there is, I don't know, I don't know why it feels like you are you are you the way you phrase that sounds to me that you are not fully in control. Even though, even though it's very clear, and I understand your, your sentence, it's like you are in a big yeah. shell and you are moving, uh, pushing buttons and, and yeah, yeah, putting levers like in order yeah. to make the body and mind work. Also, I feel there is like the uh, possibility that, that you lose control of the machine somehow. I don't know why. It, it, it just Not sounds like well, Because we all seen him act. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> Moving on. Uh. <laughs> no, actually, I, I think um, the, what you said, Russ, if I may, um, I, I feel that Rasmus is from the three of us to one that is not most, not, not con- uh, confident, but um, like he's one with himself most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Ras, you don't really have like a filter and not that you need one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed, I think. <laughs> yeah, most of the time you go like, yep, no regrets. Sometimes it sounds a little bit like no regrets, but yeah. <laughs> Dep- depending, yes. Yeah. I think it's youth talking there. I, I, uh, you, I'm, I'm not, not so sure. Uh, maybe not. Maybe it's you, your personality, your experiences and, and just who you are. I just remember the times where I was... Um, I don't want to say more confident because it was, it, it, I don't think it has something to do with confidence. I was like more unaware of the uh, society rules somehow, or I didn't care enough. Uh, so I, I felt uh, more free to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do or, or say what I wanted to say. Uh, and I, I had this uh, period of time where I had to somehow uh, give up part of that freedom to just uh, um, not agree, but um, what's the word? When you uh, do what you are being told by society. Obedient? Or, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah, somehow, somehow obedient, okay. but you have to... Confine into the rules. Yeah, uh, what oh, con- conforming? Conform. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that Thank that's you. the one I was searching for. Teamwork. Like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> uh, what's the word again? <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. I, I almost conforming. <laughs> yeah, your brain is not your friend today. <laughs> no, but I, I almost had you because you were drinking. <laughs> um, I, I I had to to conform to some rules. But that was also a constant, uh, conscience decision to, to do so. Uh, like m- me accepting the rules because it w- was also serving my purpose, my goal and, and, and what I was aiming for. Yeah. Now with age, uh, I'm not that old, but I think I've, I've, I've done my part and I've, I've kind of. And now get off my lawn. 
no, I, I've, I've, I've decided what kind of rule I was agreeing, ag- agreeing to, and the ones that that were just not for me because it was not suiting my personality or uh, my lifestyle, or, or I was not just, yeah, uh, agreeing to it. Like younger, you could just deny everything, accept everything, and with age comes wisdom somehow and you are able to sort out what what's good for you and what's not good for you what you want to comply to and and uh, what you want um and and that's also for me at least um a constant battle with your brain because you we have been trained uh, as children, and that that's also something that could be an entire show and maybe a very very long discussion. But we are we are trained. I'm, uh, I don't want to say educated because it's not education at that point. It's training children to follow rules without explaining the rules to the kids. That's training. Education is there is a situation. You will have to choose how you react to it. If you choose A, here are the consequences. If you choose B, here are the consequences. You do your choice. That's education. Um, so we are That's trained. A big difference. Yeah, I, I think so. Uh, and I, I really believe that uh, from a very young age, we are trained to react or to act in a certain way. And we, when we grow up, we don't. We still kind of. Um, Act as we've been told without understanding why or what are the consequences. And so when we take a step back and fight our brains, because this fucker is not our friend and and we have to really uh, split what we are and and what we have been made of, I think, um, it's a necessary step into just uh, becoming an adult and growing up and uh, being more yourself. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. That, you have you definitely have a point in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm trying to follow it along. Also, have, uh, when you said like ma- making sense, sorry, what I just remembered because the, the native English listeners were probably screaming earlier at, at the radio or whatever they listened to. The old guys listening to, to uh, when I said the sayings, like I, um, I found myself it wasn't hard. I was right beside me. Beside me, okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yes. the word I was looking for. Like that's the saying. So sorry, continue with on because I just remembered it. Like when Red was talking, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, so besides, look oh, good. beside, oh my god, yeah, because this talking about slow brain this has been haunting yeah. me like for well, the whole episode. Yeah, and you know we are at episode uh, sixty three. If people are still listening, 64. 64. 64. Oh, damn. I'm one, <laughs> one way behind. <laughs> if people are still listening to us, uh, I, I believe they have understood that our English is what you it is. You mean they don't they have are, a voice anymore? They already <laughs> screamed their heads off anyway. Either that or they are, not, they are not caring anymore and they are most interested in ideas. And when you can say that the way we are saying it, especially, I'm, I mean, I'm French. My accent is is my charm, I know, but still, my grammar sucks. So, stop making that face, Rez. Um, Why? What did your grandma do? 
<laughs> I decided not to say anything yeah, and then but, you still called yeah, but, me out on it. <laughs> but you, you've expressed it in a different way. Yeah. No, but you didn't really answer. So what do you make of, of your brain is not, not your friend? And and you are not your, your brain. To, to me, it's a fair bit of the fact that I'm just along for the ride in this body. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm full stop. That's it. I don't believe in much going on as an afterlife or religious stuff or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just along for the ride in this body. Yeah, if I want to be have that to be like a really long ride, then I should take care of it. I should also enjoy myself and have fun along the way. Yeah, for sure. But for the most part, I just think of myself as the operator in this body. Uh, but sort of to the point of that sounds like I'm not in control. Yeah, I, I'm in control of my body, but I have no fucking influence about anything else in this world. Okay. And there's, as, as, as a one single human being on a planet of now, like of as of early this week, 8 billion people. Yeah. I am a tremendously insignificant in all of that. And there's a whole shitload of things that can happen that I have no control about over and will just happen to me whether I want to or not. And then zooming out even further than that, the planet Earth is a tiny... Even in the solar system, we are a speck that just happens to have slightly advanced amoebas with highly technical sticks. Mm-hmm. That's how I view humanity. Yeah. You can also say, like, we are a plague on this planet and we should not leave it because we'll just fuck up wherever else we go. I don't fully believe <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I believe of that yeah. in, inertly, uh, people are good and want to do good things and take care of things around them. Maybe they don't know how, maybe they've mm-hmm. not learned how, but I believe that's how humans are. But in yeah. the just cosmic scale of things, nothing that I do matters at all, apart from for just those very, very few people of those mm-hmm. 8 billion on this planet that I happen to bump into. Oh, for sure. Hopefully I can make them smile. Oh, fuck, they are alive. So it's it's sometimes a, that's as well, mm-hmm. yeah. No, but it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean that seriously because it's totally up to you. As you said, most of the people are inherently good, yeah, and some of them are are bad, and we are always talking about the bad that are trying to fight, uh, screw up people, uh, declare wars, and and stuff like that. All the rest of the people want to live in peace and just be good to each other, so. You can you can very much decide what you're going going to do when you meet someone. You can make them smile or fuck up their life, like for real, depending on who you choose to be. And sometimes I mean, I'm 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 not, I'm not above that either. Like having those intrusive thoughts of saying like that guy is a fucking asshole, and I can see it from a mile away. Mm-hmm. I wonder how good it will feel to just. Punch him straight out. Yeah. Can I do it with one hit? I mean, yeah, I have those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I have, I have not done that yet. I say yet, yet. because yeah. I know there are people out there who would be able to push my buttons enough to make that happen, especially if I already have a bad day. Yeah. But that's never happened to me. And that's why you have to fight your, your brain and your impulses yeah. and your feelings yeah. all the time, because we are all like that. We just want to live in peace and whoever is going to mess up our day becomes an enemy and an enemy has to be fought, fight, fought, fight. And yeah. that you, 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 you guys, <laughs> three of those, just oh, sure. the, the three of them and the correct one. 
and you guys are <laughs> self-employed. Do you know how much practice I have with that as yeah. an employee? Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I have to restrain myself like every single day. Yeah. Yeah. That that's why I have so much respect for people like you, people for like my wife who is dealing with customer all day long. I mean it's it's very different uh compared to what I used it's to okay, do as a teacher. To... I mean the, when I was teaching the the, the The students were listening. Teaching is harder. No, no, I don't think it's harder. I don't, I, I think oh, teach, oh, teaching is way harder. I just have to watch out that the phone is completely set before I yell asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that during a class. <laughs> that sounds like a daily struggle for you to make sure of. <laughs> I, like, I, oops. I don't know. It's, it, um, students are supposed to be interested in what you're teaching and they are supposed to be listening. A customer wants something and and is paying for the thing so he doesn't have to to watch his behavior or what he's saying or the way he's saying it so that that i think that working in cell is really really exhausting you have to deal with unsatisfied people all the time um and we raz and i are dealing with customers but most of the time they are super nice Because they are they are asking us to do something for them. Also, we can tell them to fuck off, and and that too. So th they know that we can say just no. There's a completely different mindset from your side on that. Yeah, but th as they know that we can say no to their request, they will try to bring it like politely, nicely, and carefully. So we are not. Uh, yeah, I'm not interested. You're rude to me. I don't want to work for you or with you. Just fuck off. Uh, it's so, so it's a partnership somehow. When you go into a store and you want to buy something, some people believe that they are customer, they are paying, they have all the rights, and they don't. You don't have the right to talk to uh, a salesperson uh, as your dog or or worse, just because you are a paying customer. It doesn't give you any extra rights. Just be a good citizen and be polite and just be nice to people. That's I mean, if your brain commands you to be a dick and you are not fighting it, I guess you're a dick and that's it. Yep. Honestly, one of, I, I got a really good dating tip uh, years back. Uh, this was at the same time when I did, did the eSport commentating. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was not directed at me, but I overheard it and I found it brilliant. And, and the dating tip is rather simple. Just be yourself As long as you are not a dick, then you should be someone else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is, yeah. That, is pretty, that that would be something to focus on, huh? No, almost, because I realized just <laughs> one last thing. Uh, I see what you're trying to do, Too do and I like it. But it was well done, uh, Jan. I, I just sort of just when I sort of did a whole ramble thing about how if insignificant I feel, and realizing that maybe sound really depressing or something, mm -hmm. I find that thought of being that insignificant to be. Like it removes a lot of anxiety from my life. Freeing. It's freeing. Yeah, that's 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 a simple way of saying it. Yeah, depends. It doesn't, it doesn't this uh, remove me from responsibility of treating other people well. For sure. But it removes a lot of the anxiety of I need to have a massive impact on the world. Yeah, it can also be freeing in a very bad way. Like Assassin's Creed, my favorite game. Uh, nothing is true, everything is permitted, and they yeah. kill everyone because they are 
like judging that people are bad so they want to make the world better by killing a lot of people but what yeah, if they're that's wrong way different though yeah but, no but, yeah, but that- you see what i mean i mean i, I i'm a tiny uh, a piece of dust in the cosmos in the universe so whatever i do doesn't really matter for sure that's true at the scale of the universe no one matters at all it depends on the scale you put up for yourself if you do it on a cosmic scale yes if you do it on the local scale or like in your family it's something completely different exactly you have an impact exactly place where you set that bar yeah for for your dog you're you're the old world you're god if if you're not there they don't they don't eat they don't get uh healed they don't have a place to to stay or to sleep I mean, you have the shit all over your apartment. Also, that. <laughs> oh. uh, so, and and just at the scale of your family, you are you are very very important part of it. So, I fully agree with you about uh, our place in the universe. Uh, I really think we have to fight our impulses. And especially the bad ones, and even even the the slightest one, like oh, I don't feel like doing anything today. I'm just gonna watch TV, play video games, and and take a nap. Sure, you can absolutely do that. But what's your goal in life? Uh, like, is there something? Will it have bad consequences on your week, months, year, or life? If the answer is no, go for it. No problem. If it will ruin your business, mm, you should probably reconsider it. If you, it will make your wife sad because you are doing that, completely ignoring her, yeah, we should. You should probably do something about it. So your brain will give you um, infos, intels, uh, success, uh, suggests. No, suggestions no, I can't speak I can't even speak anymore <laughs> that's Words. okay I, I, that one I have uh, suggestions uh, well done yeah thank you uh, you are you're free to accept or deny the proposition of your brain uh, so you have to uh, fight uh, the, the bad things that it will uh, suggest you uh, very much so as you said uh, Raz uh, I want to punch that guy yeah but what if you do what happens if you don't how fast can you run yeah or or, <laughs> or not run and so what what happens next if you do yeah. so and what happens if you don't you will have forgotten that guy in like five minutes time so it doesn't doesn't Probably. really doesn't really matter if you if you punch him it you would you feel better maybe but it depends on it, it depends on if you, how hard you punch it and if you hit one of the bones in his face because then it can break your hand and you will yeah hurt for it a can long time. yeah exactly so sometimes it's good to not be your brain's friend I think and focus on something else absolutely ah. that was a good one <laughs> uh, Jan you want to start yeah I'm sure thing I'm he wants so to sleep focus, but focus. no uh, the 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 oh, what's a good focus ibuprofen. <laughs> which yeah. made you, which <laughs> made me survive the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, uh, um, be careful. There is a fo- shortage uh, coming up, so if you need some, go buy some quickly. Or find your nearest willow tree and harvest bark. That too. Or is that aspirin? Uh, it works as well. Okay. 
It's aspirin, but it works as well. No, but um, honestly, the the real one is, uh, you know, I've been down that whole analog photo thing. Yeah. Where yes. I was yes. like also soaking up. I didn't have time watch, um, to watch YouTube this week, but shortly before leaving for the trade show, I started watching a channel. It's called Grainy Days. Mm-hmm. Like rainy, but grainy. Huh? Mm-hmm. Game of words. That guy is hilarious because it's not your like one thing I found out about photo channels is they can be interesting, but most of them are really into the hobby, but they're kind of like a little bit stiff about it, like from the technical side or from the artsy side. That guy is just freaking oh, the, the sarcasm. That guy should have been. It's basically a stand up comedian shooting photo. Oh, cool. Sometimes he's a little bit much. Like I wouldn't recommend watching 10 videos in a row or it just gets a little bit yeah much but uh, other than that oh that guy's funny as hell he's like he's playing that low energy card oh and you can see him while he's shooting like when he's on the road trip shooting the pictures you can actually see that he's like character wise when he's with his body a little bit different but you see, when he explains something he's just standing in front of the microphone like arms down just letting them hang just talking to them <laughs> like here's another video of your low energy bastard <laughs> and just starts with it and it's I, I it's my kind of humor i find it okay. funny as hell cool and also he also conveys a lot of useful information so what's yeah. the name again uh grainy days grainy days noted yeah okay on youtube so mine uh is gonna be a channel on no, not channel uh, actually uh, an account on uh, instagram it's called uh imulta I don't think uh, the pronunciation is right, but this Japanese artist uh, is a metal engraver. He's uh, really good. Uh, he has close to 3,000 subscribers. Uh, so it's Imulta, uh, I-M-U-L-T-A. Um, yeah, I found it. And I, I really like what Ooh. he's doing. Um, stumble yeah. upon that account like very, very uh, like randomly. It appeared appeared on my on my thread, uh, and metal engraving is one of those things that I really like to learn, uh, but I don't have the time, the skills, or whatever. Uh, so I just I just uh, watch people doing it, and and I really enjoy his work. So Imulta on Instagram. Yeah, that's very cool. Uh, I will second that and tell you about the hand engraver. Mm-hmm. Also on Instagram, yeah. that also does some wicked hand metal hand engraving things. Absolutely. Uh, but my real focus is swing dancing. Not just swinging, that's different, but swing dancing. Okay. And I'll leave the link to the West Coast Swing uh, account, which is the... It's one of the swing styles I dance, and it's the one that's been really occupying me for the last three years during the pandemic and all of that. Mm-hmm. And it's also the style we did at the recent event. There's no videos from the event out yet but i'll leave a link to a couple of all uh, older ones that are really really good if you're curious about what west coast swing is like nice uh the short of it is that it comes from lindy hop it sort of looks a bit like boogie woogie except all the jumping and jogging mm-hmm. uh but it's always dance to pop popular current popular music so it works to Anything that goes in a four by four beat. Okay. No, you don't know the one making up words. <laughs> you can't make up words again. 
no, so j just to give you the scope, like you can do like uh, f everything from basically Frank Sinatra to Kiss. Was it with uh, "You Shook Me All Night Long"? Like that's the range of it. And I, I hate pop music generally speaking. I learned to really enjoy the things I can dance to. Mm -hmm. But when some good blues tunes comes on and I can dance, that's that's when I'm happy. Oh yeah, blues is good. So yeah, West Coast Swing. There's de most definitely a club near you if you are curious. Okay. Any last little tiddly bits? Yeah. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, whose pants is that just behind you, Raz, on the table? That's mine because there's a hole in them. Uh, and Okay, so you're pantsless at the moment. No. Okay. I'm wearing a different... I have more than one pair of pants. Oh, do, you do? <laughs> Why? Yes. <laughs> be, 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 careful, be careful with that answer because it doesn't mean he's actually wearing one. Yeah, that my point exactly. So... Do you want to see? No. No, no. No. <laughs> oh, hell no. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs> bye, bye. You can find us... Ah, never mind. <laughs> see you guys next week. Bye.